0: Well, Jim, this morning here, we have really a very special guest on our program here. It's a gentleman uh, that has not been here for over 20 years here. Um, He came through our program back in 2003, 2004. Joe Detweiler, we are just really happy to have you on the program.
1: Thank you. Well, Joe, uh, quickly, I guess, bring uh, our listeners up to speed 2003 2004 what was going on in life that brought you to Haven of rest
2: I got I got saved um, about six months before coming to the mission and um, just uh, being a new Christian uh, just really didn't know how to be a Christian you know what it meant and um, what I should be doing with my life and just uh, really lost at the time um, prior to being saved just, uh, struggled a lot with, uh, drugs and alcohol and, um, just really didn't have any direction. And, um, God just, uh, used my brokenness to, you know, kind of tell me about the Haven of Rest Ministries in Akron, Ohio. Um, used my older brother actually to call and make an initial appointment for me to come in and check it out. And, um, just since that day, you know, God just kind of, um, you know, opened up all the doors and kind of affirmed in my heart that, you know, this is where you need to be. Um, so that's that's really what led me here.
0: You know, Jim, Joe, going back 20 years ago, there were a lot of different faces here. I'm sure you remember Gary Meeks. Uh, just a lot of people. I think you probably even maybe counseled under Gary Mix at that time. Is that correct?
2: Yes, I remember doing the um, the life application yes. uh, Bible classes during the day with Gary. Um, just really diving into the Bible and, and learning about it, and you know, God definitely you know blessed that time.
1: So a transformation was taking place while you were on the program. God was making you new it really uh, turning you into a completely different person than the one that you were prior to coming to know the lord and that sets your whole life on a new course and uh, that's so exciting for us and i think everyone who's listening is going to really be blessed as we dive into this but uh god was stirring some things in your heart i know through some conversations with some staff here while you were on the program mm-hmm. um, and so as you move from the program you worked here in our facilities department for a little bit And then God was stirring you to something next. So where were some of those next steps that started to take place? Um, God really used uh, Adam
2: Bloom um, in my life. Uh, I would remember coming down at nighttime and just asking him questions about the Bible, Mm -hmm. uh, just stuff I was confused on, uh, reading at night. And I remember one night he told me, he said, Joe, you you should really think about going to Pensacola Christian College. He said, that's where I went. Uh, That's where I met my wife. And I remember him telling me, um, you know, if you can't meet a wife there, um, <laughs> it's not gonna happen. So uh, I just remember going back to my room that night and praying and, and saying, you know, God, is, is this where you want me to go? Is this kind of a next step that you'd have for me? And um, yeah, God answered that door and um, he, he led me to Pensacola Christian College uh, shortly after leaving the Haven.
0: Well, you know, Jim, Adam Bloom, He's been a longtime third shifter. Uh, he loves what he does. A lot of ministry that happens. Adam gets in at, you know, 11 o'clock, 1130 in the evening time, works till 730 the next morning. And I know as you're sharing, Joe, it just reminds me how many people or how many men have come in the evening time or early morning just to talk to Adam and ask him some questions, sometimes because they couldn't sleep. So you go to Pensacola and then let's pick it up from there. What goes on after Pensacola? Yeah, I
2: met um, met my wife the first. Uh, f- yeah, yes. uh, the first Sunday school at Pensacola. I actually met my wife there, um, and I went there. Ended up going there for a year. My wife graduated from there. Um, I the Lord was kind of leading me to come back to Ohio. I uh, attended the University of Akron for one year. My wife and I got engaged. Uh, long, she's from New Jersey. So we were doing a long distance relationship for about a year. Um, and then we got married and moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I transferred to university of North Carolina at Charlotte, uh, attended three years there and graduated in December of 09, uh, elementary education degree. Um, and it's funny, I, I have an elementary education degree and I have never taught a day in my life, um, <laughs> God blessed that degree to, you know, still get a, a great job uh, with a company called Lincoln Financial, and you know he he's even though I'm not teaching, he's still using that bachelor's degree that I got um, to, with the work I'm doing now, and um, I now been married for we just celebrated our 17th anniversary.
0: Wow, congratulations! Um,
2: a, a week ago, thank you, and um, I have two children: a 15-year-old daughter, 14-year-old son i um, attending a, a really good Bible-believing church in, in Charlotte. Um, I do security with the church, and um, my wife is uh, involved with the, t- the technology uh, during the service. My kids are very active with the youth group there. Um, so God has just been great and really blessing our time in Charlotte. So that was—wow,
1: you really—that's a lot at once yes. to take yep. in. Yep. And uh, one of the thoughts I wanted to start with off of what you just said was— uh, our listeners might not know this, but you've shared with us, uh, in just some conversations before we went on air, you weren't like the best student when you were in high school, right? Not at all. And, and yet through all this transformation, one of the things that also changed was you were able to go all the way through college and get a four-year degree. Do you really feel like the Lord was renewing that part of you as well? Yeah, definitely.
2: Um, when I was at Pensacola, uh, I mean, the Lord really had to, I had to lean on him a hundred percent, to, To remember how to be a student again to to study and and apply my time and it was it was rough but I mean you know we we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us and um, yeah he he just really helped me um, a lot to get through college and to be able to graduate Um, nothing you know short of a, a miracle especially just barely graduating high school
0: well, you you know, Jim, I'm I still chuckling a little bit. You know, Adam talked to you about Pensacola. He goes, "Man, you you're going to meet a really nice person down within one year." So, obviously, that came true. Mm-hmm. The guys were dating, then they eventually got married. Um, Talk a little bit about your wife and some of the things that she does. Now that you guys have been married, just celebrated an anniversary here, 17 years. I, I mean, I can't believe that, 17 years, uh, Joe. But share a little bit about what your wife's doing uh, job-wise and obviously with your kids. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well.
2: Uh, my wife, her name is Shayla, and uh, she, she's she been a registered nurse um, for almost 20 years now. Uh, she was in a hospital in, in Charlotte, two different hospitals, for about 10 years and the Lord just really started leading her uh, away from the hospital uh, with nursing. And uh, she's now been a school nurse at an elementary school in Charlotte for
1: uh, about five years now. And then the other part of your testimony I think is so exciting is God's blessed you now with uh, not just a wife but a family. You have, you have beautiful children that you're raising. And um, when you think back to what I know maybe sometimes it's hard to go in that place, but to what life was. And the life you have now, um, what is it that like God just kind of inspires in your mind? I know He's been so faithful along the way, but um, from there to now, from a life where it was like I don't know what I'm doing, to God not only giving you a vocation and a wife and a family, like when you when you kind of put the two next to each other, um, what 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 does it just scream to you in your mind about about God?
2: Yeah, I remember. Um uh, maybe my first week of, of being at the Haven, uh, kind of on a, a, a waiting list to actually get on to the men's program here. Uh, I remember just sitting at the park uh, across the street from the mission um, under a tree one day, just just lost, um, just felt w- without, without hope, just lost. Um, and I just remember, like, crying out to God under that tree that day. Um, to just, just help me, you know, uh, show me your love, you know, show me your direction. Uh, just help me. And, uh, it's just, it's amazing looking back on that day, uh, to what he's done in my life now. Um, and and it just, you know, the Bible verse and, uh, second Corinthians just really comes to mind. You know, I I am a new creature in Christ. Mm -hmm. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Um, and it just, it's just so true in my life. Um, I've had struggles and (laughs) I still struggle every day with things. I mean, I'm a Christian and you know, it's our fallen nature, Mm -hmm. uh, to struggle with sin still, but I don't struggle with the things I did before. You know, God has uh, brought me through and, uh, have been victorious in my life, uh, that the things I struggled with before, but it's just amazing, uh, being in this building today uh, just recalling those, those times where I felt without hope, and I, I just feel God's love so much in my life today and just so much hope in my life today with God.
0: You know, Joe, I, 2003, 2004, I mean, I remember when you came into the program. I remember, obviously, Gary Meeks and everything that was going on with you uh, at that time, and when Adam told me that you were coming into town— uh, for Christmas this year, I got a little excited. Adam, Adam, you know, Adam puts the plug in. Hey, you got to get Joe on the radio. Joe's probably coming down here and thinking, "Man, I was just going to come down and say hi to Adam and get a tour of the facility." Coming through the facility, I mean, I don't know. The last time you've been through Haven Arrest. what's your impression? What, what do you think when you come back into here? Some, I mean, obviously some things have changed. You see some staff who've done some renovation. Still see a lot of guests over there. What's your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah, um, I just I just see a a building, a facility and and people that God is like really using uh, to make an impact in in souls, lost souls in this world. Um, I mean, everything he's done in my life is just amazing. And just walking through and just recalling the people and the memories and uh, the Bible classes, and uh, I remember uh, praying into the new year uh, in the the chapel upstairs. Um, just really, you know, recalling times past on New Year's Eve, just you know, out out partying, getting in trouble, and just being a new creature and and praying into the new year instead of those things in the past. And it's just uh, an amazing testimony of how God is using this building and the people in this building to just you know not not tell um things of their own ideas or thoughts or uh how to fix people but just really showing God's love and um just giving a safe place to people and and just really allowing people to hear the gospel uh that's that's the most important thing um, you know, we, we don't know when that time is going to come. Many, many of the men have heard the gospel many times in here, but we don't know if it's going to be the 10th time or the 20th time where they hear the gospel and, and God is drawing them in at that moment to, to make a decision for Christ. It's just
1: wonderful to see. Mm-hmm. And Joe, you're here with us on the radio today. And at one time, as we testified today, that was you. Yep, and I know there's listeners here now who have a loved one, who have someone that they're like, we, they're just, it's hard because they've been praying for years and they see this person struggling and, and uh, it can be so difficult. Would you have any words to encourage them uh, as they're praying for that loved one that they, they're like, oh, I just wish he could have a story like Joe's, you know?
2: Yeah, it just reminds me of my mom, um, all the. The times and the rough times I put my parents through, um, my mom, you know, waiting up, staying up at night, waiting until I got home uh, to make sure I got home safe. Um, it was it was tough for her, uh, very tough. Um, but she she did the same type of type of stuff. She she just prayed. She prayed for me, continued to pray for me, um, and God is faithful. We don't know uh, when He's going to answer a prayer. Um, we don't know if he's going to answer the prayer exactly how we were asking, uh, but God is faithful and uh, God was faithful to my mom uh, and my dad. They, they continue to pray for me uh, until one day when two pastors from the Akron Baptist temple mm. uh, came to our home in 2003 and shared the gospel with me. And I had been to church as a kid, uh, had been to Sunday school um, I had sat through services. I had heard the gospel, but I, I wasn't ready for it at the time. Um, God needed me to be broken um, and, and be ready to hear the gospel. And at that day, the pastors from Akron Baptist Temple, um, Mike Probinski, and, and I can't remember the, the other gentleman's name, they shared the gospel with me, and I was ready that day. My heart was ready, and I remember getting on my knees in my parents' house in Talmadge um, and asking the Lord into my heart that day. Wow. And it, I'll never forget that day.
0: What a, what a testimony, Joe. You know, as we conclude here, boy, Jim, we could probably go on and on and on. But as we conclude on this broadcast here, Joe, uh, number one, we're very excited to see you. We're very excited to see what God's doing in your life with you, your wife, your children. How can our listeners continue to pray for you? Because I know you guys will be heading back. Uh, to your North Carolina, Charlotte. um, And so how can they continue to pray for you in 2024?
2: Yeah. um, As I mentioned earlier, um, my wife and I and my children were involved in a a church in in, uh, Charlotte. It's actually the township of Matthews uh, where we live. And in the new year, uh, I'm going to be excited about uh, joining up on the mini, uh, the prison ministry uh, team with our church. And I really feel like the experiences of, I've had in my past and uh, what the Lord has, has saved me from and uh, just given me victory from in my life, that I, I can be—I um, I just feel like the Lord could really use me in, in the prison ministry. And I'll be starting that in the new year. Um, so I just pray that the Lord would just give me boldness and— and strength to, um, just love on, uh, the people I may meet, uh, in these prisons and just be able to share my testimony and just be able to tell them how, just the wonderful things that God has done in my life and that he can do that in anyone's life. Um, so I just, uh, would ask for prayer for that, that, uh, God would just use me in that ministry, um, uh, to bring people, um,
1: to, to know Christ. Well, that's exciting. And I know our listeners are going to be praying with you on that one. We'll be uh, praying for you here at Haven of Rest. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the radio broadcast today and wish you the very best. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Joe.